ora koutou and welcome to Primary Matters, a podcast about the things that matter to the primary industries. I'm Carol Stiles and in this series, Hook, Line and Sinker, we're taking a dive into Aotearoa New Zealand's seafood sector. In today's podcast, I'm heading out on the road with a fishery officer. New Zealand has a network of 100 fishery officers and 200 honorary fishery officers whose job it is to protect fish stocks from exploitation and to make sure that every New Zealander is able to catch a fish for a meal now and in the future. Comms, this is 955, uh, just heading out uh, 3M on the south coast with uh, Carol Stiles. I'm with Howard Reid on a day where towering snow-capped mountains frame our view inland. The frost has started to melt, the sun is out and the sea is flat calm. We're in Kaikoura, a place named for crayfish and brimming with sea life. Since the Kaikoura earthquake, a very close eye has been kept on seafood health and numbers. In fact, Kaikoura's power fishery was closed for five years and in its most recent season, the daily catch was limited to three. How are you getting dressed to go out? Yes, so um, our fishery officers all have uh, stab-resistant body armour. Most of the people we deal with are you know, happy and have been doing something that they enjoy doing, so they're really keen to share their stories with you. But occasionally we're dealing with people that are not so keen to see us, and every fisherman has a knife on them, so... We put a package of um, so health and safety equipment together that includes this stab-resistant body armour. So I'm just putting on my vest for the day. It's like you've got handcuffs here in the corner. Yes, yeah, so fishery officers have the power of arrest. So um, when things go really wrong, if someone's obstructive or threatening, we can uh, arrest, and that's what the, the handcuffs are there for. Have you ever had to use them? No. Uh, the other thing I'll put on today is our uh, body-worn cameras. Uh, so these just clip into our vest, turn it's, it's on and I can press the button on the front and uh, start recording if things start to go south. Right, so every fishery officer wears one of those? Every fishery officer and honorary fishery officer has this full kit. Raincoats, we won't need one today? No, the weather's fantastic as you've seen, yeah, clear blue skies, not a breath of wind. I think the sea's looking pretty good as well, so uh, we should be right. Because you have to work in all weathers, don't you? Absolutely, yeah. People fish in every weather. Generally, people go fishing when the conditions are nice. If you want to go out to sea or go for a dive, you want good visibility, uh, you want nice weather, the sea to be calm, so you're going to enjoy the day. If you're out when it's rough and cold and wet and windy, then maybe you just really like seafood, or maybe there's another motivation. Four eight five from Kaikoura Base. Do you copy over? Yeah, mate. Hey, uh, we're just at the office, but uh, about to hit the road. Whereabouts are you? Just gone past your front gate. Awesome, mate. We'll give you ten minutes, and we'll see you down the south coast somewhere. Roger. Kaikoura Base out. I'll follow you. Yep, I'll just be in the grey truck. So yeah, we'll get underway.
This is the Hikadangi Marine Reserve and our partner agency here, DOC, uh, monitors this reserve. This is Roger Williams who's Hi, Roger. the Hi. Uh, Hi. Marine Reserves Ranger. So you're both interested to see that nobody's actually fishing out here, is that right? Precisely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Roger's already had a, um, a group try to get in this morning um, and just give them a bit of advice as to where they can and can't be. What were they trying to do? Oh, just a couple that were um, on, the, on their holiday and they're in the camper van and they'd pulled up. Um, they read the sign but they read it wrong. But they were just about to hop in and um, look for some power. So... I took it as prevention, I went down there and um, they had a good talk with them before they were going to get in, told them uh, where they were and um, the rules for the Marine Reserve, they were very uh, apologetic and they moved on, I actually showed them where they could go. So, where are your guys going to be working today? Um, so further down the coast, so we've just got a, um, another 10 minutes or so to drive down. You know, we're based on State Highway 1, most of our coastline, as you hear, with the trucks and cars in the background. Um, so we can drive up and down and, and meet most of our fishers uh, that way. So we'll keep on and, and see them soon. What are some of the things that you can see out here just from your vehicle when you're, when you're driving up and down the coast? Yeah, so this morning, um, I don't know if you saw them as we came um, hit the coast. There were dolphins leaping about. It's um, a very, very common sight here. Um, as we look out, we can see some patches of seabirds feeding on plankton and krill and the like at the surface there. And, you know, any given day you could well see a whale in, in close here as well. Do you still pinch yourself? Oh, this is a fantastic place to be. Some pretty brilliant places around the country, but this is a special place for me for sure. Okay, right, shall we yeah. head on our way? Yep, absolutely. Thanks, Roger. Good morning. Hey, how you going? Good. Good. So, um, I didn't tell these guys that you're coming. This is a bit of a, a surprise, I guess. <laughs> um, a bit like Roger. We um, just sort of ambushed him across you. Yeah. Hey, you going? One of those anyway. Hi, Pete Carroll style. Hello, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi. So, what have you done so far this morning? Uh, we went for a patrol up the north coast first. So we hit the low tide. Um, it was pretty quiet, really conditions are perfect but um, yeah not a lot of people out today. It's a work day. Work day. And the, the people you came across this morning were any issues with them? No all compliant yeah I think we probably measured about 14 odd power amongst the different different groups. I imagine the weekends are busiest for you? Yeah weekends are definitely a lot busier everyone comes up from Christchurch and we get groups from uh, Blenheim and Nelson that come down also. Mark you worked last weekend it's been pretty steady. Yeah. 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 Last weekend we had um, patrols on each of the coasts, so we patrolled low tides. Oh, so you don't do just a nine to five? Definitely not a nine to five job. This. No. We're out and about when the people are out and about. Over the weekend we've done forty odd inspections. A little bit of non-compliance mixed in amongst that, but not a lot. Overall compliance has been fantastic over the summer. Yeah. How much of your work is on shore and how much is on a boat? We're predominantly land-based. Um, I'd say 85% of our work is patrolling up and down the coast, then a mix of commercial sector in amongst that. We also have a vessel based here in Kaikoura, we're both um, skippers, so yeah, we get out and about on the water. Yeah. Today would be a good day to be out there on the that's boat, wouldn't it? our intention this afternoon. We're going to head out yeah. this afternoon, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the plan, yeah, now it's perfect conditions for it really.
you're saying that people have been really compliant this year. What non-compliant things have you seen over time, not necessarily in the last six months? We've actually had some um, groups that fly down from Auckland and then travel all the way up here and I guess they think they've come so far, maybe they take a little bit more. Yeah, so excess is probably probably the worst one. But to be fair, it hasn't been too bad. Yeah, saying two or three power extra yeah. than what they're allowed. But in yeah. your career, what have, what have been some of the worst things you've come across? Oh, I'd have to pass you on to Mark because he's... You've been doing this for a while, Mark? I've been on this coast now for 18 years. So, yeah, there's some stories. So... Howard will give you one, then I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> so, prior to and at the very start of last season, so 2021, we had uh, two instances of serious levels of take of excess. Uh, one was here in Kaikoura, just on the, um, in the hills to the south of us. The police pulled over a car that uh, was found to have 212 power in the, in the boot. The police noticed that it was sort of sagging down a little bit and in securing the vehicle to, to leave it where it was, they uh, tried the boot and found yeah, a very large collection of power in, um, in the boot of it. The other really significant example is the power in the suitcase. So our diligent fishery officers in uh, the Blenheim office got up early one morning and watched a, a chap gather power over the course of several hours um, as the sun rose and he ended up with 250. It's power in the suitcase because he was using suitcases to take them out of the water and, and put them into the back of his car. So is that something that they wouldn't intervene when they saw it happening, they'd wait till they'd done it? Um, because of the, the amount that he was taking, we really wanted to see the extent of what he was up to, so, um, so we let him gather through and then intervened as he came away from the beach. And he went to court and is now serving time, which is a pretty extreme sentence for us. Generally we deal in fines and, and community service. Um, I'll go back several years prior to the earthquakes. Part of our role, we were doing night patrols. So we, again, we base our activities around the night or the tides. Um, we came across a group on the North Kaikoura coast. Most nights, even in the middle of winter, these guys were coming into the area, gathering power. Later to be found, they were travelling from Nelson, which is four hours from here, travelling as a family group from Nelson, gathering on the Kaikoura coast, north coast, then returning to Nelson every night. Over the four years, uh, three generations were prosecuted for the same offending, and uh, obviously undersized large quantities of power. They kept doing it? Kept doing it, yeah. This is a good blue cod area? Yeah, yeah, it's a great blue cod area. Also, we get a lot of spear fishermen, so butterfish and blue mochi are probably the most common species we sort of see coming out. The spear fishermen are, you know, getting pretty skilled at it these days. The technology and the gear you can buy, they've all got measurers. Yeah, everyone's pretty responsible, really. Just the odd one get it, get it wrong. Oh, look at that. We just had a seal come yeah. up and say hello. This little area is a great area for um, bringing families and kids and stuff. I've brought my kids here. There's power literally just out where that seal is. Yeah, nice safe little bay. It's a fantastic coastline. We've always rated it as the best office in the world. You get a day like this, it's fantastic. Did you see the whale um, when we were driving south? There was no. a humpback just, just off literally, what do you say Mark, about 500 metres? 500 metres offshore yeah. in amongst the pot of dolphins, there's a whale. 
it's always a novelty, it's always a treat sort of thing to see that sort of stuff. How often do you come across people who are aggressive? Not that often. Most people we come across are out there enjoying themselves. Bear in mind we are in a compliance role. We're wearing blue shirts, stab-proof vests, cameras, handcuffs, all the rest of it. it. There's a reason we do. Yeah, It's not always well perceived. Have you ever had to use your, your handcuffs? No, no I haven't. And you talk to some of the older fishery officers like Mark and, and a couple from Nelson and you know, a couple of them ex-policemen and stuff and they've never used they've never used their handcuffs either in this role but it's not to say it won't happen but um, yeah certainly not common. I've never used them. No. no. Have we had issues? Yeah we have issues but it's how you deal with them and how you come across and yeah it's an education role as much as anything else. Mm. I don't want to or we don't want to come across as for lack of bad wording is bad cop over the top compliance. Yeah it's about building relationships. So what are you going to do this afternoon? Hopefully we're going boating. Yeah, it's about getting on the water, go and find some commercial boats, hopefully board some commercial vessels while they're still operating out there and, yeah, come across whatever we come across. What sort of commercial fishing boat would you come across just out off the coast here? Inshore, it'll be crayfish. Um, slightly further out, we'll be coming across the set net fleet. So Kaikoura has a, a set net fleet, commercial. And what are they catching? Uh, they'll be targeting Tirakee at this time of the year. Tirakee moving into the um, groper and ling season. And they know you can rock up at any time? They expect us just about to rock up at any time. Do you fish? Of course I fish. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get the opportunity to go out fishing as often or diving as often as I'd like? No, I don't. But hey, it gives us common interest with the people we're dealing with. It makes the job a whole lot easier. Fishery officers Mark and Pete, you also heard from Howard Reid. Fisheries New Zealand has 30 vessels that patrol our waters, keeping an eye on fishing behaviour. And in the last year, 23,500 inspections were conducted on water and on land. If you're in any doubt as to how many fish or shellfish you're allowed, all the info is on the MPI website. There's a free app you can download, and you can also download brochures for particular areas. You can pick up paper copies of brochures and fish rulers from fisheries officers. And you can even send a free text to 9889. I tried it. It's magic. You just type in the species, like Gurnard, and within a second you'll receive a text with the size and bag limit. I'm Carol Stiles, and you've been listening to Hook, Line and Sinker, a series in MPI's Primary Matters podcast. Thanks for listening. Kia pai tada.